0: And welcome to Breaking the Curtain with
1: me, Chrissy. And me, Joss. Don't forget to silence all phones. Or don't, it's a podcast. And most importantly, enjoy enjoy the show. Hello. everybody. (laughs) Welcome back to Breaking the Curtain. This is probably my favorite interview that we have literally ever done on the podcast. And I am extremely biased (laughs) about it because... Our guest today is someone that I have known uh, for years personally and admired for years personally, and now they are out living the dream, traveling the United States with the national tour of Jagged Little Pill starring in the role of Joe. We are so, so excited. I am like almost in tears right now to tell everybody that we are welcoming Jade McLeod, to breaking the curtain for an interview. I'm gonna share this with all of you because, you know, Jade obviously knows how much I've admired them and have for years. But I met Jade in college um, when we were going to theater school together. They were the year above me. They have always been the kind of person who is kind, who is inclusive who knows what they want and works extremely, extremely hard for it and who, you know, has always just been so dedicated to their individuality and being who they are. And as someone who was, you know, starting school and, you know, didn't know who she was and, you know, didn't have much of a backbone, I was just so incredibly, incredibly inspired by them. Hearing that they are doing, we're doing the tour of Jagged was huge for me. Chrissy and I've actually wanted to reach out to Jade for a long time, but we wanted, you know, make sure that they were going to, you know, be settled in on tour first. And Jade actually reached out to us, and so we were on the same wavelength, and uh, we we made we made it happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not super familiar with Jagged Little Pill, so I'm gonna let Chrissy tell you just a little bit about the show itself. Oh my itself, goodness. And we'll tell you where t- to find out more about the tour, and then we'll get into it. I can't even tell you about the show because there's
0: so much going on in it, and I don't <laughs> feel like I want to tell you any details because it's something you need to sit and see and absorb and take it all in because it's so special and emotional and it it covers so much I remember seeing the tryout in Boston and I was with Lynn Kalena before the show Derek's mom and Lynn was like you know this is like it's it's really heavy I want you to know that there's a lot in the show it's really heavy and I was kind of just like you do that thing where you're like, nah, it won't affect me. I don't really get that affected by shows. (laughs) Anyways, so like I'm sitting in the show and I'm laughing for the first few minutes and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so funny. I don't... I don't understand what's heavy. And then all of a sudden, like 30 minutes in, I'm like weeping. And then by act two, I was like, I connect to this so much more than I even imagined because I went in thinking, oh, it's just Alanis's music. Like, it's going to be fun. It's going to be like, you know, a jukebox musical with your favorite songs. And sometimes there's not a lot of like depth to a jukebox musical. Not that there's
1: anything wrong uh, with that. We love no, light and fluffy we jukebox love musicals here. Bad Out of Hell
0: and Rock of Ages. Like, you know who you're listening to right now, friends. <laughs> but there was just so much that this show covers that I've never seen in th- theater before, in any work of theater before. And I just highly recommend that you go and take the time to see this show because it is phenomenal. Yeah, really, really life-changing. For me, at least, it really impacted me back when I was uh, 21, and it's still with me today. So yeah, go get your ticket to Jagged Little Pill on
1: tour, and you'll see Jade as Joe. Get ready to have your face absolutely melted, clean off, Mm -hmm. clean off the sheer talent of Jade. But I want to segue into the interview by telling you that we are going to introduce you to a Canadian superstar who is on tour of the United States, singing the songs of another Canadian superstar. <laughs> this might be our most Canadian episode yet.
0: <laughs> With a story of a very, very Canadian casting call as well.
1: Listen, Just we're brilliant. not going to tell you, well, we'll let Jade speak for themselves. Yes. And, uh... <laughs> So without any further gushing on my part, uh, here's our interview with Jade McLeod, your Joe on the national tour of Jagged Little Pill. So welcome, Jade, to Breaking the Curtain. Hi! Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for joining us. We are so, so excited for having you here today. I was just telling the people that we actually went to college together and that I am super, super stoked that you are just living your dream and doing this show specifically across North America. I'm just... congratulations.
2: Thank you. I'm so thrilled. It's freaking awesome. And I can't believe, I mean, college feels like another life. Yes. Time go, but yeah, it's so, it's so cool. And it's, it's been great, you know, listening to the podcast and seeing you guys, you know, talk to everybody and like some <laughs> West End people. And yeah, I'm just excited to yeah. be here.
1: Thank you. And we're just, yeah, we're thrilled to feature you. We don't always get to feature a lot of Canadian artists. So, you yeah. know, that's super exciting. So I thought we would start at the very beginning. Of course, Alanis Morissette another fabulous Canadian artist. Yeah. How familiar were you with her story, with her music, all that sort of thing before you got involved with Jagged? I was
2: a pretty big fan. Uh, you know, I love Alanis Morissette. I think she, what she did with this album like changed music, especially like for, you know, Canadians and for for women in the industry. Like she really took over in a really big way. Um, and People always, you know, called her angry and all these things. But like, it was just, it was just a woman finally, like, speaking up and being raw and mm-hmm. and honest. Yeah. yeah, it's great to kind of have that still be timely 25 years later.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah.
1: It was, cer- yeah, it certainly is pivotal. And just raw is the best word for it. That the album, her music, it always has had just this authenticity that resonates, I think, with everybody. Hmm. Um, And that's, I think, why it is so popular and why it's such great content for a musical.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I consider myself super raw and emotional all the time. So I'm like, finally,
1: finally this. No, but also your voice is just perfectly suited to this. Thank you. I'm very excited to see it. Very excited (laughs) to see it. So, what was the audition process like for you? Because, of course, we always like to talk about the audition process, but especially as a Canadian artist auditioning for a U.S. national tour.
2: Oh, girl, you have no idea what you just asked. This audition was crazy. This audition was chaos from start to finish. (laughs) I'm, I'm gonna get into it if if y'all are cool with it. Please go for it. Okay. So, February this year, 2022. Um, I literally got this, on like this, um, self tape in a Tim Hortons, like while I was there and I like, which is obnoxiously Canadian and like it's screamed so and yeah, I threw a whole fit. Cause I was so excited and I've just like, followed this <laughs> show for so long because it was like truly the first time I, s- I saw a role and I was like, that's me. Like uh, that is everything I do. Um, so I got this tape and I was like, I have to nail this um spoiler alert did not nail it um i assumed that they were sending me in for the ensemble to cover joe i don't know why my brain short-circuited and didn't read the fact that i was like going in for joe um so i didn't tape like half the material like i just sent like the ensemble to cover stuff don't know why anyway so i sent that in was fine um didn't hear anything, was sad, whatever. And then I went out to Calgary to do a show called Priscilla Queen of the Desert. And I was there and we were in rehearsals. And I suddenly got an email. This was about so this was in like April. So this was a couple months later. Um, I got an email saying come to New York next Tuesday for a callback for the ensemble to cover. And I was like, hell yeah. But the callback date was our first day of tech for Priscilla. So I was like begging, begging, begging our producers to let me go. And like, they're like, we can't, we need you, you know, you're, we need you to be here. So I ended up sending a personal email to casting, which is not done, um, asking them to send me, to let me send a tape, a second tape, filming all of the material this time, because that's a good thing to do. Um, And they agreed, so I, I sent this tape and I worked really hard on it during rehearsals for Priscilla um sent it off heard nothing um super sad about it (laughs) I finally let it go I was like because in my heart I was like I need to do this and it's Mm. just not happening and I'm so upset finally let it go and not a week later after I let it go so a month and a half total after this second tape I got another email saying come to New York final callbacks for Joe um and then by that point, we were in shows. I was like, I can do it, you know, it'll be fine. Um, but the deal was that I could only miss one show of Priscilla. Okay. Which meant that I had to fly from Calgary to New York on a red eye overnight to get to Ripley Greer Studios for 11 a.m. So got to like, I got to the Cal- Calgary airport for like midnight after our show, got to New York for like 10 a.m., um, you know, made my way to Ripley Greer and I didn't have anywhere else to be. So I just like hung out at Ripley Greer for like four (laughs) hours before the audition started. Um, I was like taking out my wig prep from the show, no sleep. I was like, let's go. Like living on a booster juice and a prayer. Um, (laughs) And I was like, it was unhinged. Um, And we started with a dance call for Unprodigal Daughter, which went well. It was, it was, um, they had the Joes and the Phoenixes and there were six, six Joes, six Phoenixes. And I was also the only person there without like short brown hair. Like, I was I was totally the weird one. And I was like, this could go really well, or it could really not go well at all. Um, so I, yeah. So I go in, do the dance call fine. Um, then they see each of us one at a time for the sides, and we did about half the material. We did. Um, we started with you ought to know. Hmm. We did. Um, the scene into hand in my pocket and hand in my pocket, and then, yeah, that was it. First round. Diane Paulus is there. Tom Kitt is there. I'm like, there is like seven Tonys and a Pulitzer Prize in this room. <laughs> but I'm so tired that I can't think of anything other than like, please don't fall down. Like this is, I was exhausted. We did it. Went well. They cut to three. They kept me and they kept two other people. And then we went back in and did it all again and did all of the material, which included, we added in um, a scene before you ought to know and that I would be good. Um, and these weren't cuts by the way. They didn't give us cuts of these songs. It was like the whole thing. It was like a solid 10 minutes of material. I was like, I just want to remember the words cause like I have been awake for like 36 hours. Right. Um, crazy. I went in first because they knew I had to catch a flight back to Calgary at like, I think I had to leave by six or something like that to make this plane chaos. Um, I went in, did it all again for Diane and Tom and all the people. And I had no filter because again, I was just sleep deprived. So I was, I like reeked of humanity and just said anything that came into my mind, which honestly, I don't totally recommend, but in this case, it kind of worked. And they said to me at one point, Diane was like, you know, just, just lean into the fact that Joe uses humor as a defense mechanism. And I looked at her, I said, people use humor as a defense mechanism. What are you talking (laughs) about? I've never heard of that. And meanwhile, my brain's like, shut up, shut up. Like (laughs) please stop talking. Um, So I did that. I, I like high-fived the reader. If you've if you've ever been to an audition, you know that like you're not really supposed to like interact with the reader. Like you're supposed to like do it anyway. Cause she, cause she was sitting like like at the panel and they're like videotaping it. They're like, please don't come past this line. And I was like, I don't care. So the line in hand in my pocket of like, you know, I got one hand in my pocket and the other one's giving a high five. I like walked right up to her and made her <laughs> high five me. And the whole team was like, who is this person? Like they were laughing. They're like, what is happening right now? Anyway, <laughs> oh my gosh. so I did all of the things again. They, I just, sometimes you just know, like sometimes you just feel it in your bones. And I was like, this is going really well. Mm-hmm. And I, they're like, thank you so much. Can you just stick around for like another five minutes? And I was like, yeah, sure. I have to catch a flight, but sure. It's fine. Um, and I, I leave, you know, the other two people are still waiting to go in. I go, I grab a drink of water. I go to the bathroom. I like do some stuff. I come back and they're still sitting out there. Oh my God. I forgot a really important part. Okay. I'm sorry. We We have to go back. Go Go ahead. This is the other thing that happened. Um, they taught us the like choreography for you ought to know on the spot. Okay. And so we, when we went in for the second round, like after they made cuts, they asked me, they're like, so can you just like sing you out a know, but do it with the choreography we just taught you like an hour ago? And I was like, yeah, sure. But the like dance call cut was like different than what we were doing. So it was like really a choose your own adventure, like make it, make it up as you go. And I was like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. Did that, which was silly and weird. So when I, when I came back from my little like water break, I told, I told the other people sitting there, I was like, okay, so they're going to have you do the choreography. We just learned like heads up, you know, emotionally prepare yourself for that chaos. And then they're like, okay, yeah, sick. Everyone was really nice and kind. And we're sitting out there for like a long time. And I was like, they're talking about me. Life's going good. This is like a great moment. And then I had what I can only describe as a Michael moment from a chorus line. But if you know that story, but they came out and they're like, actually that's all we need thank you all so much for being here and i was like oh oh did i just did that what <laughs> Hap? Oh, okay because i was the only one that did it all and i was like right. i think i think that huh but keep in mind i'm in america and i don't have a phone that works so i can't oh, tell no. anyone so i get in the cab and i'm sitting there on the way to the airport, being like, I have to tell somebody. And so I just unloaded my entire life on this poor cab driver. I was like, okay, sir, I have to tell you what just happened. And I like went off and told him this whole story and like start to finish. And he's like, wrong. And I was like, what? He's like, they sent home? And I'm like, yeah, he was wrong. Okay. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. And then I got the call like a week later. They were like, "Yeah, oh, we want you to do it. And yeah. Oh, I,
0: I have no words. I was just so oh invested my God. in that. I told you, I
2: told you, this is like a wild story. Oh, and I got on the plane and got back to Calgary overnight to then do the rest of my show weekend.
0: Oh my God. And I was so tired. I've
2: never been more tired in my life. Everyone's oh like uh, this theater company, like everyone's like rooting for me they're just like the loveliest people on earth they're like tell us what happened how was it and I told this story and and they were like Jade you booked that I'm like I don't know they didn't tell me anything I feel like that's true but also I don't know
1: <laughs> yeah anyway. that is probably like the best audition story we've had yeah, it's podcast but
0: I have no words like that, that doesn't <laughs> you're happen.
1: a rock star it was crazy this
0: does
2: not happen and that's why I was like Buckle up. This is a real story, y'all.
1: I know, it feels like an episode of Smash. Like, that's awesome. And
2: the taxi driver taxi driver, Just not caring at all. I was like, this is so New York. This is like, this man couldn't care less about anything. I hope
1: the taxi driver sees like an ad for the show and goes,
2: Right. Wait a minute.
1: I remember this one. Maybe. I think he was just
2: like, get this idiot out of my car. Like,
1: <laughs> anyway. So good. So good. He's oh got like gosh. the nine and the one in the phone just in case. Yeah. <laughs> like, this person's crazy because I was like, I, again, I,
2: by the time I think I got back to Calgary, it'd been like a full 48 hours with no sleep, which doing an audition on like in great circumstances is right. hard enough. I remember like the week before I was like eating really well. I was sleeping like 12 hours a day because I was like, listen, body, what I'm about to ask you to do is a lot. And I need you to hold on. I need you to be with me on this. We gotta do it. And singing, like singing you ought to know oh, yeah. multiple times all the way through. Oh uh, yeah. It's a lot. But it happened. Oh, and we're
0: here. And it was worth every penny. Yes. And you are here now. And That's, you're here.
1: Yeah. We're yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, that's just absolutely incredible. I really, really love that for you. So after that whole adventure, you are now playing Joe on the national tour of Jagged Little Pill. Yeah. What can you tell us about Joe? Tell us about your character.
2: Joe's awesome. Um, They, as I say, as Diane Paul said in that audition, they use humor as a defense mechanism, as do I, um, which is, honestly like the heart of this character like there's so much pain going on underneath it all but they are you know the funny bone of in a lot of ways of this show they get they have this comic relief so then when you know I'm not going to spoil anything but they sing you ought to know in the second act that seems like public knowledge by now Um, (laughs) but you know when that moment comes it's so earned because it's you know, you you've you've kind of fallen in love with this character. I fell in love with them, seeing it myself. And and what's kind of cool about it is that Joe is non-binary, gender non-conforming. Um, one of like the only one of one of the few, I would say, like commercial theater roles that identifies that way. Um, and as we tour this across the country, me as a non-binary person, I might be the first. Like out non-binary person that an audience member sees, so to get them to like laugh with me and and cry with me and root for me is like amazing. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. a really special thing. It's it's opened up a lot of like you know confidence for myself and 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 trust in myself of of what I bring to this industry. I think this was the first, this is like the first show I don't have to wear a pair of heels in. And that's beautiful as a non-binary person. Mm -hmm. Like I, (laughs) this is awesome. I just get to like, actually, you know, bring my authentic self to the table.
1: Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. That's, Brilliant. Yeah. I've seen so many posts on social media. I think we come across them a lot of people who have met you at the stage door, or who have seen the show, you know, talking about having that non-binary representation, both on stage and also off stage with yourself in this role. And, you know, that is something that is so absolutely touching and amazing. You know, the fans for Jagged are they're pretty, you know, they're out there. They're kind yeah. of culty almost. This show oh. has a fabulous following. Um, do you want to talk about some of those interactions you've had with people who love the show? Yeah, yeah. These Jagged fans are feisty in the best possible way.
2: I <laughs> love these people. They, you know, and this show is so um, heart-wrenching. It's very, very emotional. Um, it brings out a lot of feelings for people um so a lot of times at the stage door we've just like as actors we've cracked ourselves wide open but we've also like cracked these audience members hearts wide open and they come to us and sometimes they're just like a raw nerve in the in in, in this emotional state and it's it's honestly it's very much a privilege to be able to to be there and and give them that kind of like closure on it and be like you know and and we had a few, especially in LA, we had a few, quite a few non-binary trans people come to see the show and just pull me aside and pull um, my friend Sid Sid aside, who Sid understudies Joe um, and is a phenomenal dancer. They're so freaking cool. Um, And pull us aside and and just, you know, tell us how much it means to them to to see themselves and know that how they are and, and who they are and how they feel is not bad it's not wrong it's something to be celebrated so so brilliant
0: i am getting i'm getting misty thank <gasps> you
1: for sharing that and in the process of touring you know you are on a tour of the united states and i think eventually i think toronto has a date mm-hmm. which i'm, I'm excited I'm, I'm ready to book my tickets i'm ready drop drop the link mervish i'm ready i know come on mervish <laughs> let's go
2: let's get on it for,
1: yeah. Yes. Front row, ready to <laughs> get my face melted by Jade. Oh my god. Um <laughs> the, you were talking about, you know, some of the heavy subjects that the show has. As an actor, how do you kind of navigate that in performing it and also, you know, taking care of yourself as you're sharing the story, you know, multiple times a week? That's a great question because it's definitely tricky. Um I'm lucky that I have
2: some of the softer in the grand scheme of things I have some of the softer material in the show um the show does navigate sexual assault it does navigate drug addiction um and I know self-care is like always important but especially for something like this it is so incredibly necessary um but a lot of us have found our own little ways of like leaving it in the theater um for me like I don't for for you ought to know which is such an emotionally charged number. I don't put on that red jacket until it's time to like walk downstairs and do the show. Cuz it's like mm. up until that I'm like warming up. I'm in like jade mode and then when the jacket goes on it's like okay. Now we can feel these feelings. Mm. And then similarly, usually I get off stage and have a little cry and like emotional cool down. Um and then the jacket comes off and that's that's that. That's done. We're done with that feeling. Um mm. Yeah, and it's similar for for some of the other actors in the show. Um, my friend Allison Shepard, who plays Bella in the show, who is a survivor of sexual assault. Um, she, you know, has a lot of joy in her dressing room. She's always playing music, like, um, you know, pre, after the show, just to, like, have a little dance party and, like, let it go. Let it stay in the theater. Um, and just making sure we're all very, very close. I think theater people naturally get very close, especially on tour, Mm -hmm. but especially with a show like this, that is so deep. We've all been very good about um, looking out for each other and taking care of each other and checking in and, you know, yeah, being, being a really strong community is important. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Thank you. We'd love to chat with you a little bit about the process of being on tour, you know, you're going to multiple states, giving performances in different theaters, different venues, you're having travel days. Um, Can you chat with us a little bit about that process? You know, is there someone you somewhere you've been that's like, that's my favorite spot so far? Is there somewhere you're going? You're like, can't wait to see that. Yeah,
2: (laughs) absolutely. I love traveling. Like I am a bit of a bit of a travel junkie. So this is a great job for me. Um, It definitely has its challenges. Um, It's it's a little bit more tiring, I'd say, than sitting down in one place and doing a show because your days off sometimes aren't really days off um, because you are hopping on a bus or a plane and doing the thing. Um, Yeah, but there's you know, you get really good at packing a suitcase. You get really good at um knowing exactly what you need to have with you. Um, They also give us trunks. So right, right. yeah. So, so each actor and, and crew member and everybody has, has their own like big trunk that you can put all your heavy stuff in so that you can fly and not worry about it. So that's really helpful. So we can, you know, I have like my tripod, I have like, you know, protein powder and like stuff like that, that it makes me feel a little bit more like I'm like at home mm-hmm. and I'm comfortable. Um as far as like favorite places, this is this is not a good answer, and I'm sorry in advance, but like every place I go so far is like kind of my favorite place. Mm-hmm. Like like I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is awesome, and oh, this is cool. I, everywhere has kind of pros and cons. Um the only exception to that is Vegas. I am not a person that needs to go to Las Vegas ever again. <laughs> like, I I respect it, like it. People that go and are like, I want a vacation in Vegas and like party. Power to you. Right. Couldn't be me. Not for Jane. <laughs> um, so yeah, exception Vegas. I'm really excited. Our um, San Francisco has been amazing. Where I'm living close to the water. I mm-hmm. opted out of nice uh, the hotel. Ooh. Yeah, that's a fun thing about tours. Like they'll they'll provide all of your housing, nice. um, but you can opt out of that, and they essentially give you a little bit more money to like find your own place um because there's a for touring there's a per diem so they give you a set amount of money every day to like eat and travel and do the things you need to do and live um and if you opt out of a the hotel they give you just a little bit more of that so you can pay for your own airbnb or like this is like a random apartment that we found um Yeah, so we're really close to the water, which is awesome. Um, San Francisco just has like a beautiful energy. But I'm really excited uh, for our next stop, which is Seattle. Um, uh, Yeah, I believe it's the Keller Auditorium or the Paramount. I think it's the Paramount. I don't know. Anyway, one of the two. Keller might be Portland. Couldn't tell you. Anyway, um, they all mix in my brain. Seattle. I'm really excited. I worked at Starbucks in February um, for about a month and a half. That's a long story, but I'm really excited to see like the OG Starbucks. Right?
0: That's so fun. As Jocelyn (laughs) sips her Starbucks over here. Yeah. Jocelyn's
1: like, yeah. Holiday drink season started today. I know. I'm excited.
2: I, I'm a Starbucks person.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Sorry, Canada. I'm sorry,
2: Tim Hortons, but like. Listen,
1: I love Tim's, but for the peppermint mocha it's so good like always
2: when I worked there I was just like drinking like eight shots of espresso a day it was not good because I was just like I wanted to try all the different drinks I'd like you know we get like anyway you get drinks when you work at Starbucks like any job but I'd like make the weirdest possible thing and then try it and
1: (laughs) that (laughs) sounds like my dream (laughs) yeah Yeah, I was gonna say Chrissy you need to work at Starbucks honestly not a bad job it was kind of fun do you have a favorite part in the show to perform? Yeah, I know. Okay.
2: You want to Know is, like, iconic, okay? Like, it's my baby. It's, like, this beautiful emotional release. Mm-hmm. But it's also really hard. So, like, I don't know if that's my favorite. I definitely love it a lot. But Hand in My Pocket, right at the top of the show, Yes, it's just so much fun. And it's, it's chill. It's low stress. I get to ride on a desk which is cool um, and yeah and just connect with my scene partner Chanel um, who plays Frankie and we just you know get to have this beautiful moment and yeah it's so it's so much fun that's definitely my favorite part that I get to do
0: nice oh that's so good
1: you know I'm glad you mentioned that song because Chrissy has seen Jag and She's familiar yes. with it. I'm not. Okay. Uh, but I've listened to the album, but I'm like, I'm refusing to like learn a lot about it. Cause I'm want wanna go in fresh. I want to go in fresh. Um, but I feel like Hand in My Pocket is like the happiest song on the album. I'm like, oh, it's gonna get hit. Yeah, it's it's
2: you know, the show does take a turn. Like it starts when we were in Vegas, um, because the, here's the thing, is Vegas audiences like they just want to be entertained, right? And so, which is fair, um, but we start the show and it's so funny and you have hand in my pocket and you have, you know, Heidi Blickenstaff playing MJ is she, she's a comedic genius. Like she's so funny and the show is so funny for the first like 20 minutes. Right. And it definitely like, it's still funny later on, but then like, you know, we get into it, we get into the the dark stuff. Um, and they're, you know, they're like screaming and laughing at the, you know, for the first, chunk of it and all through like the scene beforehand in my pocket um which has the iconic fox news line by diablo cody um and and we're all kind of like oh we feel bad like they think this is a comedy and it's not it's it's funny but it's not a comedy like yeah it was yeah and and what's what's genius about i think this show in particular is like diablo cody who wrote the book um is such a genius and she's so good um she won a tony for this and an oscar for like juno it's fine it's casual um she's so good and i i don't know that this depth of subject matter could be handled quite to this degree by anyone else like she's so Mm. good at at giving you those moments of levity giving you those moments of relief so that
0: we can handle all of this dark stuff yeah yeah, no, I could not agree more. I think it's truly one of the best scripts that I have ever witnessed. It's yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it makes it's so you think. Good. It makes you feel. You connect. You laugh. There's so much happening in it. It's yeah, it's so fun to do. Like it's 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 <laughs> it's you know it's
2: not easy, but like yeah. as an actor, you're just like oh god, I just get to like say the words. Right. <laughs> this is nice. I don't have to add anything. I don't have to judge it at all. Like everything is just right here. So it's beautiful.
1: Yeah. We're getting down towards the end of our questions here. So, you know, this, you know, you're someone who's always inspired me because you've just always have like, you have drive, you have such a great work ethic, you're positive. And, you know, I want to ask you on behalf of the, we call them the theater babies who listen to our (sighs) podcast. So people who maybe they want to go into theater or maybe they're, you know, working towards a career in theater or in the arts, you know. What advice would you give to these young people or theater babies?
2: First of all, that's really kind. Thank you for saying that. Um yeah, anyway, I'm not gonna cry, it's fine. Um I know I'm trying not yeah, to Yeah it's, it's just really cool. <laughs> anyway, um I mean okay first things first is like people are gonna give you a lot of advice in this in this industry. There's like you know there's as many people as there are doing it. There's, you know, people willing to give advice, which is beautiful. We're all a community of like helpers and and um, a lot of people become educators because there's just that drive to like help and be kind. You got to know which, who to listen to. Whatever resonates with you, take it. If it doesn't resonate with you, leave it behind. It's probably not helpful. Um, mm-hmm. uh, for someone like me who, you know, theater school was theater school just is challenging, um, for a variety of reasons. You know, you're coming in for me, I was 17 trying to like live on my own and figure out life and also like unpack all of my emotional trauma at 8am. Um, so in acting class, you're like, what is happening? Why am I crying?
0: It's a Tuesday.
2: Yeah. Um, but one of the challenging parts of that for me was, um, trying to, be shepherded into what our educators think is going to be helpful as a career. So saying, you know, oh, you're like this person, so you should do this material and you should do these songs and you should have this, this in your book and, and, you know, follow this path. Um, and, uh, you know, at 17, you're like, yeah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to work, I want a career, sure, I'll do that. Tell me what to do, um, but I wasn't that person and in a lot of ways, I wasn't anybody. So like that, that existed people, you know, non-binary was such a, like a new concept right then. Then I wasn't out. I have no idea what that even was back then. So, um, forge your own path is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't be afraid to lean into what feels good. Don't be afraid to make mistakes and like screw up. Um, you know, if you don't book some huge contract right out of theater school or right out of high school or whatever. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm. So help me if I had booked something like this at like 19 or 20, it would have been really, really hard. Um, Allow yourself the freedom to make mistakes and, you know, explore what feels right. Yeah figure that you don't have to wear a jewel tone dress to an audition room if you don't want to do you know what I'm saying like yes like, like amen like I was like we were you know Jocelyn you remember like Kristen's class and Kristen is a fabulous teacher um she was our, our one of our dance teachers in college and you know I, I I remember this so clearly she asked us to come in dressed to do a cat a cat's audition um and first of all I'm like I will never ever be in <laughs> cats the musical but sure fine um it's not my bag and that's okay. And I wore, I think I wore like I wore like black ripped up leggings and like a crop top. Like I don't know what was going through my mind, but I was like, this is, feels like Jade. This feels like what I would walk into an audition room. Mm-hmm. My hair was like great, right? like I have big red curly hair, and so it was like out. And I was like, I'm living my best life. And she looks at me, she's like, This is too edgy for this. And then I, I was like, Oh, you're right. Totally. But in hindsight, I'm like. Yeah, but I was too edgy for that. Mm. And that's just, I, yeah. and now like, I would just never go to that audition. That's not, that's not for mm-hmm. me. I'm not a good enough dancer anyway. So like, it's fine. Um, yeah, n- know, know what feels right to you and, and follow that. Do that. And if you change your mind, like if you start doing that and then you're like, actually, I want to go over and try this. Do it. Just figure it out. Like, because God, we're all going to die anyway. Like, just figure it out. <laughs> like, have fun. Enjoy it. I don't know. Like, I could chat I with you miserable. all day. Oh, my gosh.
1: I told you, Chris. I, I was like, you're going to love Jade. You're going <laughs> to.
2: I'm like, do whatever you want. Who cares?
1: No, but it's so true. And I think, like, I know myself in hindsight. I'm like, I should have done whatever I wanted. You know, yeah. take, take control of your own path. That is, it's brilliant advice.
2: Thank you. It's painful. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not easy, um, but none mm. of it's easy. We're mm. like, you know, it, life's hard right now. It's there's a line in the show that's um, these are not times for the weak of heart, and I really truly believe that because mm-hmm. these are tough times, especially to be an artist, and you gotta you gotta at least enjoy it.
1: Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Whew. <laughs> on a on a lighter note to pick us up for an ending um why should people come and see jagged little pill oh um because I'm in it no um yes <laughs> yeah, it's, it's <laughs> that's reason enough yeah,
0: I can't believe I said that <laughs>
1: that um, was no. our
0: first reason we were both like "Yes, <laughs> <this> book." <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: that's, no. that's what I said I was
2: like I'm going it's cool it's 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 really it's a beautiful show um it like it, truly it's like nothing I think the commercial theater world has really seen since maybe rent mm-hmm. like it's mm. this thing hits hard um it will make you feel things whether you like it or not um and it's a lintice like it, at the very least come to see some incredible singers, some incredible actors, some phenomenal dancers take this iconic album and like hit you in the face with it again and be like, remember mm-hmm. this like remember how awesome this was? Remember how much this impacted you? Like, it's even more timely now than ever. So let's sing about it. Let's, let's, you know, and it went like, I know I keep talking about these dancers, but like, they are, this choreography is unreal. Mm. There's a song, there's a number in the show called Uninvited, which is essentially like a duet between um, Mary Jane and one of the dancers. It's played by our incredible Jenna Vanell, which is Or Jenna Venislander, sorry, um, who is also Canadian. Um, Yeah, she's great. We love Jenna. Um, And it is unbelievable to watch. I've I've literally never seen anything like it in musical theater. And it is one of my all-time favorite pieces. It's stunning. Come to see it just to see that. And then hear me scream, you ought to know,
0: because I'm (laughs) angry. (laughs) If nothing else... If nothing else, come to just rock out and have fun. Yes. Oh, it's so brilliant. I can't wait. I'm Absolutely. like counting down the months now. Yeah, I, have a, like, to go, but... I have it in
1: my phone like for next year. I'm like, remember, you're going to need yeah. a ticket. Yes. It's yeah.
0: going to be cool. I think
2: Toronto's going to really have a fun time. And yeah. And I'm, I'm excited to do it uh, in my hometown and,
1: you know, have some friends come see it.
2: And That's so exciting. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. it's going to be, be good it's gonna be good I think I think it's a show that Toronto will really resonate with and love like Mm -hmm. yeah it's Alanis and like Alanis coming home too like you know to Canada is just yeah exactly yeah we got to meet her and she was she was really oh yeah and you're still
2: breathing (laughs) yeah (laughs) barely barely Um, barely. but yeah she you know it was it was me her and Jenna kind of had a little connection moment over over Canada and like you know Seeing, she's like, I was like, how does it feel to, you know, be in America and and do all these things and go home? And she's like, yeah, it's. it's, I'm proud to be Canadian, and I'm like, I'm proud to be a Canadian singing Canadian people's songs. Yes. Yes. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's a that is a wonderful note to end on. Yeah. We are all proud to be Canadians, supporting Canadians doing fabulous art.
0: Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm.
1: It's it's pretty
0: hype. I'm so happy to finally meet you said <laughs> just like the most wonderful things and you are just as wonderful chatting with you in the uh, in our little zoom studio <laughs> oh my god I'm like I'm just think I'm just remembering how great the show is and now I just can't wait to see you as Joe.
2: thank you and I'm I've- so excited uh, this was so <laughs> fun I'm
1: so happy we this, this was the best you know I was telling Chrissy I was like this is the first time I've ever I've n- ever been like not nervous at all mm. for an interview like usually I have like just like a little bit because I'm you know you Never know, but I'm like, this is gonna be. You're like it's Jade. It's fine. It's Jade. This is gonna be great. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And. So, so happy for you. And my mom says congratulations because she remembers you from like Rocky and the Christmas shows and everything. So she's like, oh my God, Jade's doing it. I can't wait to see it. Ah, Rocky. That was the birth of the red hair. Do you remember that? The
2: birth of the red hair. That was like, that was the beginning. I have to say that was the beginning of this person that exists now was that show. Just
0: giving you like the biggest like internet hug (laughs) ever. Big hugs. Thank you both so much. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you in a few months. Yeah. We'll see you soon.
1: I'll be the one screaming and crying. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Bye, guys. All the best to you. Enjoy tour. Bye, Jane. (laughs)